Food for winter. Winter was coming. Two squirrels saw a hole high up in a tree. They crawled into the hole. It was full of nuts. One squirrel said, I will bury some of these nuts in the ground. Then I'll have food for winter. She filled her mouth with nuts. Then she left. The other squirrel was hungry now, and there were so many nuts left. He ate and ate. He ate until all the nuts were gone. Then he tried to crawl through the hole, but he couldn't. He had eaten too much. He was too fat to go through the hole. Three days passed. He ate nothing. At last he was thin again. He crawled through the hole. When he got outside, he felt much better. The other squirrel came. He told her what happened. But now you have no food for winter, she said. That was true, and he was starting to feel hungry again. The Lion and the Fox A lion asked a fox to go hunting. We'll catch some game, the lion said. I'll have my share. You'll have yours. I'll be happy to go, the fox said. You are a great hunter. You are smart, you are brave, you are strong, and I am fast. Soon enough, they caught a wild pig. The lion divided it into four equal shares. First, he took the tastiest share. This is mine because I am so smart. Then he took another share. This is mine because I am so brave. He took a third share. This is mine because I am so strong. The lion looked at the fourth share. You were fast. This is your share. Take it if you dare. The fox was hungry, but he didn't dare take any. He had learned a lesson. Never hunt with a lion. The lion's share will be the biggest, and sometimes all. From bubbles to bottles, Sue makes things from glass. Her special tool is a pipe. It's like a glass drinking straw, but it's long and thick. Sue mounts one end of the pipe in a fire. It gets hot and soft. She blows through the other end. A bubble forms. Slowly it grows. It might bend out of shape, so Sue spins the pipe as she blows. Spinning keeps the bubble round. Soon the bubble is large enough. Sue twists the bubble off. It cools and gets hard. It's done. Sue has made a lovely brown bottle. Paul blows glass another way. He works in a factory. His pipe is made of metal. He gathers a ball of melted glass on one end. He blows a glass bubble. Soon it's the right size. He puts it inside a metal form. He blows again. The bubble pushes against the form. It cools and hardens. It's a bottle. Paul and Sue shape bubbles into bottles. Who's first? Nora was a girl who always liked to be first. One day, Mrs. Tolman asked Nora and two of Nora's friends over to the house. Mrs. Tolman had bought some ice cream. Come at two, she told them. Nora got there first. I'm glad you're early, Mrs. Tolman said. You can help me wash the dishes. Nora helped wash the dishes. Will you set the table? Mrs. Tolman asked. Nora set the table. I need two more chairs around the table, Mrs. Tolman said. Nora got the chairs. By the time her friends got there, Nora was tired. She didn't even enjoy the ice cream that much. On the way home, the children passed by the playground. Let's swing on the swings, the boy said. Nora was still tired, but she said, I'll go first. The seat of the swing had a loose nail. Nora tore her shorts. Next time, she thought, I'll wait my turn. I love tennis. I want to be a good tennis player someday. 
I love the game. I love to watch it being played. You can learn from watching. I leave for school early. I stop at the park. I stop to watch the tennis players. Often two women are playing. They aren't playing to win, they're practicing. They face each other. The net is between them. First one hits from close to the net, the other stands far back. They hit many balls back and forth. Then they change places. The two women are famous. Tennis is their work. They play for prize money. Practice is important. I play whenever I can. My mother plays with me. She teaches me. I have a dream. I want to make tennis my work. Then I'll play for prize money. I'll travel. I'll be famous. And I'll practice in the park. Maybe a young girl will watch. Maybe she'll want to play tennis too. What's for breakfast? It looked like a delicious cherry. It was red and ripe and shiny. Mr. J saw it and Mr. Crow saw it. They both flew down and landed right next to the cherry. Get out of my way, said Mr. J. I got here first. It's my cherry. Oh, no, said Mr. Crow. I was here first. It's mine. Mr. Crow stared at Mr. J and said, Leave! I'm staying, said Mr. J. And so they both sat there. They sat all day and all night. During the night, a hungry worm crawled into the cherry. It ate and ate. Soon, nothing was left but a big seed hanging on a stem. In the morning, Mr. J and Mr. Crow saw it. We were tricked, said Mr. J. A worm has eaten our breakfast. You're welcome to what's left. You were here first, said Mr. Crow. It's all yours. With that, they both flew away. The Wild Palm Are there trees that help people? Yes, wild palm trees do. In fact, some people can't live without them. In some towns in Africa, the wild palm is very important. The people there use all parts of the tree. They eat its fruit. From the fruit, they get a nut. They make oil from the meat of the nut. They cook with the oil. They make candles from the oil. They burn the nut's shell. That gives them soap. Large branches of the tree are used to make roofs. The tips of branches make good brooms. String is pulled from the leaves. People make fish nets from the string. They burn the trees. Then they can make fires to cook on. There are other kinds of palm trees. They grow in many lands. They, too, give food. They, too, are used to make soap, oil, and candles. As you can see, palm trees make life easier for many people around the world. When is a tree not a tree? Sylvester wasn't a great detective, and the chief knew it. This is your last chance, said the chief. Mrs. Boomgarden thinks someone is trying to break into her house. Catch that thief. The Boomgarden house sat in a forest. Sylvester dressed up as a tree. He sneaked around the house. He noticed a bush. The bush moved. A bush that moves, Sylvester wondered. He sneaked up to it. It had feet. Feet, he thought. Sylvester leaped onto the bush. Suddenly, it grew arms. It popped him in the nose. Then Sylvester heard voices coming. One voice said, Mrs. Boomgarden wants us to take her trees away. She says they're acting strangely. Hands picked up Sylvester. They threw him into a wagon. The bush landed on top of him. It said, Oof! Sylvester knew that voice. Chief? He asked. You're fired, shouted the bush. Yes, sir, said Sylvester. But, sir, the pine tree next to me is wearing sneakers. The Burr in the Fur Chad's cat had been in some weeds. Help me, Rachel, Chad said. 
Butterball has a burr in his fur. I'll hold him down. You pull the burr out. In a minute, Rachel said. She was spreading peanut butter on bread. Mother came to help Chad. The burr came out and stuck on Mother. Help, Rachel, Chad cried. The burr is on Mother's sweater. Rachel didn't help. She kept on spreading peanut butter. Dad came to help. The burr came out and stuck on Dad. Help, Rachel, Chad yelled. The burr is in Dad's hair. Rachel didn't help. She just piled more peanut butter on the bread. I'll help, Mother said. She pulled hard and the burr flew into the peanut butter. Rachel put the top slice of bread on her sandwich. Here's the burr, she said. It can't get away now. You can be a big help, Chad said. That is, once you get around to it. Jerry's horn. Jerry was excited. She played a horn in the school band. The band was going to play on Friday, and Jerry would play a part all by herself. She practiced hard. She shined her horn. She even wore her lucky charm. On Friday, the whole school came to listen to the music. Soon it was Jerry's turn. She stood up and blew. There was no sound. Jerry blew harder. Her horn croaked like a frog. Everyone in the school laughed. Jerry felt awful. Her horn sounded awful. The band finished playing. Everyone shook their heads. Mr. Fu, the band leader, stared at Jerry. Jerry swallowed hard. Then Mr. Fu nodded his head. That was good, he said. You practiced hard. You tried. That's the most important thing. Then he took Jerry's horn. He looked inside. He gave it back to her and smiled. But next time, be more careful, he whispered. Don't let your lucky charm fall into your horn. That surprising animal. What hops as fast as a car goes and fights like a boxer? It's a kangaroo or roo. Its babies are called joeys. They live in their mother's pocket. Some kangaroos are as tall as a tall person. Some are small. They all have small heads. They have long tails. They can stand up. Their tails help them keep their balance. Their front legs are short. Their front feet are small, but they have big back feet. Their strong back legs act like springs. Their back legs help the kangaroos jump far. They help them kick hard. Kangaroos move together from place to place. They live in groups. A group of kangaroos is called a mob. Kangaroos eat grass and other plants. Dogs and foxes eat them, but it's hard to catch kangaroos. They fight back. They use their feet and strong tails. Do you want to see these surprising animals? You can find them in a zoo. The Good Luck Clothes Inez liked to climb trees. She liked to ride her bike. She liked to roller skate. She liked to do these things, but her clothes didn't. Her shirt was ripped. Her jeans were ripped. Her jacket was ripped. Even her cap was ripped. Inez's father looked at her clothes. You need new ones, he said. Those look like rags. Oh no, cried Inez. My clothes bring me good luck. I want to keep them always. Inez's grandfather was visiting that day. Give them to me, Inez, he said. I'll fix them so that you can keep them always. And that's exactly what he did. He took the clothes and began to cut. He cut a piece here. He cut a piece there. He cut and he cut piece after piece. Then he sewed all the pieces together. He made them into a beautiful quilt. Now Inez uses that quilt every night, and it always brings her good luck. Life on Mars. The year was 1976. The people cheered. 
two American spaceships had landed on Mars. The ships would help them learn about Mars. But most people just wanted to know one thing. Is there life on Mars? The ships took pictures. These pictures were sent to Earth in the form of signals. On Earth, the signals were changed back into pictures. People looked at them closely. They saw a pink sky. They saw red rocks. They saw red soil. But they saw no animals or plants. The ships scraped up soil. It was tested. There might be plants in it. They might be too small to see. The ships sent their tests back to Earth. People were puzzled. Some of the tests seemed to show life. Some did not. People decided that the tests showed nothing for sure. Is there life on Mars? We still don't know. We might know someday, but someday we could be the life on Mars. The Parrot and the Plumber. Once there was an old woman who had a pet parrot. It was good company for her. It could even talk a little. One day, the old woman went to the market to buy food. She forgot that a plumber was coming to fix her sink. She left the parrot home alone. Knock, knock. Who is it? The parrot called. It's the plumber, a man said. He waited, but nobody came to the door. Knock, knock. Who is it? The parrot called. It's the plumber, the man said. But still, nobody came to the door. Knock, knock. Who is it? The parrot called. The man yelled, It's the plumber! He yelled so loud that he lost his breath. He fell down. Just then, the old woman came home. She saw the plumber lying on the steps. Her eyes opened wide. My goodness, she said. Who in the world is this? And the parrot yelled, It's the plumber! The Lazy Knight. Hertha was a fair and loved queen. But she was tired of ruling alone. She wanted to find a husband. She knew of someone she would like to marry. The Black Knight was famous far and wide. He fought dragons. He fed the hungry. He helped the poor. He dressed in black and he rode only at night. No one knew who he was. Queen Hertha knew he could not be the Lazy Knight. That knight slept most of the day. Even though he was lazy, Queen Hertha liked him. For he was kind and wise. One day, the queen met the lazy knight. What if you found out I'm not lazy? He asked. But you always seem so tired, she said. Tired? Oh, you're tired because you're the... He said. Who the black knight is must be our secret. Soon they were married, and no one guessed who the queen's husband really was. Shadow Friends the sun was like fire over the desert. No breeze blew. The cool mountains were far away. The ant needed shade. It met a toad. Come into my shadow, said the toad. You will be cooler. The ant did so. The toad hopped off across the sand. The ant followed in the toad's shadow. They headed for the mountains. They met a fox. Come, toad. Cool off in my shadow, said the fox. The toad did so. The fox walked along. The toad and the ant followed in its shadow. The three headed for the mountains. They met a donkey. You all look hot, it said. Come walk in my shadow. The fox did so. All four went towards the mountains. It grew hotter. I can go no farther, said the donkey. Just then, a shadow fell over them. The mountain shadow. They soon found water. They drank and rested. And ever since, they have been the best of friends. Remembering. All summer, Lou and her friend Ralph spent hours by the pond. 
One day they found a hurt duck. They cared for it. The duck became a pet. Each day it would swim to them. It would take food from their hands. Then fall came. First Ralph moved away. Lou felt sad. He'll forget me, Lou told her father. No, he won't, her father said. You can write letters. Then one day the ducks flew away. They were going south for the winter. Lou felt sad again. She wrote to Ralph about it, and he wrote back. Maybe the duck will remember, Ralph wrote. Maybe it will come back. Winter passed. Soon the days were warm and sunny. One day the pond was full of ducks. When Lou ran up to the pond to see them, the ducks became frightened. But one duck wasn't frightened. It waved its wings. It quacked and opened its mouth. It wanted food. It remembered.